hands to heaven and worship him this morning and say lord we are grateful for the gift of life our best is yet to come the lord is doing wonders in our midst lord we are grateful for your power we are grateful for your presence we are grateful for your blessings thank you lord jesus because you are good be thou be exalted in jesus name thank you father in jesus name we have worship father bless your people with breakthrough give them unusual blessing let your name be glorified in their life thank you father in jesus name we have prayed please be seated god bless you just please shake hand with one or two people around you say you are welcome to church i can see that you are full of joy hallelujah can somebody say god is good, god is good. all the time hallelujah it is important that in this church we understand what breakthrough means and how to enjoy breakthrough because if you don't have breakthrough in life you are going to be frustrated and i pray that none of us will be frustrated in life in jesus name we always have testimony of breakthroughs in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 26, verse 12 to 14. Genesis 26, verse 12 to 14. The Bible says, Isaac sowed in the same year and reap in the same year hundredfold, for the Lord bless him. Say with me, the Lord will bless me. Okay, turn to your neighbor say, I don't know about you, but God will bless me. I know God will bless me. I am not serving God in vain. The God that I serve will bless me and I will not be disappointed. Say one powerful amen. amen. Psalm, I think 35 verse 27 says, let them shout for joy. Let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Let him be glorified. They have pleasure and the prosperity of his servant. If it's the will of the Lord for you to prosper, and you are going to prosper in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor again say, neighbor, neighbor. It is the will of God for me to prosper. I don't care what you feel, but I've made up my mind I will prosper. And nobody can stop me. Come on, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Poverty is a choice. Prosperity is a choice. You can decide to make your way prosperous and have good success. Other may complain, but you are going to have testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17 and 18. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17 and 18. Okay, thus said the Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, the God, which teacheth thee to profit, which needed thee by the way that thou shouldest go. He said, if you have listened to me, okay, 18, oh, if you have hearkened to my commandment, then are thy peace being as a river and righteousness as a wave of the sea. You know, so it's not enough for you to listen. You have to understand what you are listening to and you have to apply them. It's not enough for you to be in church. People that are not in church may also read sermons and do some other things. And make sure they are not either better than you because you are listening very well. You are understanding what you are listening to and you are applying them. That's what produces results. 
And I pray that your life will produce results in Jesus' name. What are the things that guarantee breakthrough? Number one is preparation. You must prepare for yourself. Don't think that chances or some other person will prepare for your future. You have to prepare for yourself. Anointing for preparation is what gives birth to breakthrough in life. People that prepare succeed in life. People that refuse to prepare for themselves, they experience uh, unimaginable favor. Let me put it that way. I don't want to use big grammar. They experience favor that they cannot describe. It is not only laziness that guarantees poverty. When you are somebody that has carefree attitude and you don't prepare for the future, you will also be poor in life. We don't live by faith, by spending all. We live by faith, by planning and thinking about the future. If you know that you are going to be 100 years old before you die, you will not spend all the money that you have when you are 30. Because you know at 100 years, you cannot be okay, you cannot be working. Even maybe to think properly will be difficult. So you know that it's important for you to plan. Some people hit as if tomorrow will not come. All of a sudden, they wake up tomorrow and they discover there is nothing to eat. Make sure you are somebody that learn how to prepare for the future. The tomorrow you don't prepare for, we meet you unprepared. And somebody say, if you plan to prepare, you are preparing to fail. Genesis chapter 30, verse 30. I love Jacob. He's a man of wisdom. But wisdom without preparation is failure. Look at what he says. If you are there, put it up. Genesis chapter 30, verse 30. Every breakthrough begins with adequate preparation. I must succeed in this venture. I may succeed in this business. What are the things that are necessary for my success? It could be information. It could be mentoring. It could be saving. You have to start preparing for the future now. Because the future is just behind the corner. Somebody said, I have suffered in life. I thought the future will not come. He said, I never know the future is at the back of my yard. It's very close. I pray that your future will be full of testimony. You are not saying me very well. Yeah. Stories of success and not failure in Jesus' name. You know the reason why we have so many people praying to God in the morning, the afternoon, now, especially in our nation, is because nobody teaches us how to prepare. So we just find ourselves where we are. Genesis 30, verse 30. For it was little which thou art before I came, and it has increased unto a multitude. The Lord hath blessed thee since my coming, and when shall I provide for my own house? This is the word of Jacob to Laban. He said, I want to go and prepare for my own house. That was the reason for living. I want to prepare for my future. You know, Jacob moved into Laban's house as a fugitive because he was running away from his brother. And I was sharing the story of his brother last Sunday. And I was telling you that there were three things that guaranteed breakthrough last Sunday. So I'm going to start from there. I told you, number one is divine blessing that come upon you. I said, number two is the decision that you make from within yourself. And I said, number three is you accepting responsibility. You know, when he walked there and the father said to Jacob, what do you want as your salary? You know what he said? I love your daughter. Let me work for seven years. Let it be free. 
and give me richer. Oh, this richer is so beautiful. Because when a man is in love, his brain is lost. He can't think about the future. So he agreed. And, and the man said, this guy Namumu, he said, he changed it and gave him Leah. And he said, why do you give me Leah? I said, don't worry. Another seven years. Could you pay? Work another seven years. And I give you free work. Just eat. No safety. And you know, he used the first seven years to marry Leah. Another seven years to marry Rachel. And Rachel was barren for six years. So there was a lot of confusion in his life. For 20 years he was working. Thank God he started early. And the moment Rachel gave birth, he sensed a feeling of fulfillment and said, look, I have to prepare for my future. He returned to his senses. He said, I want to leave. Let me go to my father's house and do something for myself. It was little that you have. Now the Lord has blessed you. Let me leave so that I can prepare for my future. And you know what the man said? I find out that God has blessed me for your sake. Name your wages and I will give it to you. Now, if you are not having a mind of preparing for your wages, maybe you are going to save 500,000 or 1 million. But he said, no, no, I'm not going to have money. We are going to have share. Any animal that is speckle and wrinkle shall be mine. As the Lord is increasing the farm, he's also increasing me. He said, shall be share. I want to be a shareholder in this business. That's somebody that has a sense of preparation, not chop and die mentality. Preparation is number one thing that gives birth to breakthrough. Even if you are negotiating a business, if you don't prepare, you'll be cheated. Everything in life requires negotiation. And every negotiation requires preparation. You must be adequately prepared. That's why they say, when lawyer write before you sign, give it to another lawyer to read. So that you not be cheated in life. You need preparation and you may need information. Genesis chapter 41, verse 34 to 36. Joseph said, let food be stored. Let Pharaoh do this and let him appoint officer over the land and take up 20% of the land in the seven plenteous years. There are years when you need to prepare. And some of you, when we are talking about plenteous years, you are always thinking about money. You no, know, my friend, the time that you are having plenty is when you are strong, go and agile. Ah, no, your 30s, your 40s, is plenteous. You may say, I don't have money, but you have a lot of energy. A lot of energy. You can drive a car from here to Kano, and you don't feel it. Try it at 60. Look at people that are 60. Look at the way they look. Give for the grace. You see, see 60 people. How many of them can stress themselves? And they know we have back pain. Plenty of years. Let them save 20% in the years that is very good. The years that is very good. And let them keep it. And let them gather all the food of those good years. There are good years that come. And lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh. And let them cook food in the cities. Verse 36. And that food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine. We shall be in the land of Egypt that the land perish not through famine. So there is need for adequate preparation for the future. Now, if the government will not prepare for you, prepare for yourself. That's the truth. Most people don't think about you. You have to think about yourself. 
And Joseph said, the reason why the dream is double is because God is determined to do it. If you don't want to have a very good yesterday and be saying, I used to have money. I used to ride car. Molowori. If you don't have all those rubbish stories, this is time for you to prepare for your tomorrow. Now that you are still active and alive and you are strong, this is the best time. They are calling you everywhere. You are strong. You have the ability. You have time. Some of you even have time. You have plenty of time. Plenty of opportunity. So this is the time for you to prepare for the time when things may not be very good. So that the land perish not through farming. That the land perish not. And I pray you will not have starvation in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6 to 8. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6 to 8. The Bible also talks about preparation. Go to the hand, thou sluggard. Consider ways and be wise. Verse 7. Who does what? Which having no guide. General overseer or ruler. Nobody is having authority over hand too. And what does he do? Verse 8. Provided a meat in summer. In the time that is good. And gathered a food in harvest. Even hands. The wisdom of ant, the anointing of ant is to prepare for the future. Some of you here, we ask you, how much do you have in the saving? Nothing. I don't have saving. It's not because the money is not enough. It's because you don't believe in preparation. There must be preparation for the future. Is it that you are reading or you are in doing something or the other that is preparing you for the future? You prepare. You have to prepare. Because the future will come. The future, And I've said it before. Let me say it again. You know you are going to need your own house. And you know you won't build in the sky. Even if the land is far, buy one. You can sell it tomorrow to buy the one that is close. Buy one. If you like, you can give it as a gift, but buy one. There will be a time when you will need that land in the future. So that is preparation. And... I said, number one, they are in constant motion. Number two, they prepare. For a time that you will not be able to go out because of rain, they prepare. When the weather is comfortable, they prepare. And they don't complain. You can never see ants complaining. Constant motion and in constant preparation for tomorrow. You will not lack seal for preparation in Jesus' name. Root chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. Watch it. Watch Root chapter 3, verse 1 to 3. Everybody look up. Look at Ruth. Then Naomi, the mentor, her mother-in-law, said unto her, my daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee. Rest at times can mean breakthrough. And I'm still going to talk about it when I'm rounding up. Rest can be breakthrough. That it, it may be well with thee. Now it's not Boaz. One, our kindred, with whose maiden thou was, be old. If we know it barley tonight, and the testing floor, Verse 3, look at what it says. Wash yourself, therefore, anoint yourself, put your raiment upon thee, get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the man until you shall have done eating and drinking. Dress yourself for the future. Read yourself for the future. Prepare yourself for who you are going to meet. That's what he's saying. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Don't think eh, I can just be anyhow. Create a memory. Do, don't do something without preparation. Don't do something shabbily. 
Don't say talon woe me. All eyes are looking unto you. They will say, So make sure that you prepare your step. You prepare what you are doing. You are not just living anyhow. You are living ready. Prepare for the blessing. When you are looking at yourself in the mirror, you are imagining you can meet somebody at a restaurant or to a shop mall that can connect you to something. So you don't dress anyhow. Wash yourself. Put on the perfume. Dress well. Because your future lies with that man. And you know, it's work for roots. And I pray it will work for you in Jesus' name. What was the lesson of Naomi? Prepare yourself before you meet him. There's a dress you wear for work. There's a dress you wear for the future. Genesis chapter 41, verse 14 again. Genesis chapter 41, verse 14. I'm talking about preparation. When you prepare well, you enjoy breakthrough easily. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. And they brought him hastily out of the dungeon. And he shaved himself and changed his raiment and came in unto Pharaoh. Even though he was a prisoner and the message of the king was hasty, yet he brought the teeth. He looked neat. Shaved himself. Because the Egyptians don't like beard. So he shaved himself. And he asked the prisoner, please can I get a clue that is neat here? The king is looking for me. They never told him what the king was looking for him for. But he entered the presence of the king prepared for an appointment. He never knew he was going to be the prime minister. Stop giving excuses. You have one shirt. Good. I own it. I own it now. I own it. Look neat. Look smart. And you're a lady also. Look neat. Look smart. Whatever it will take for you to look neat. Look neat. That is what gives birth to breakthrough. Make yourself presentable. Never you be caught unaware of tomorrow. Because your tomorrow is very close than you think. In fact, you might be creating your tomorrow knowing now without knowing. You know. Don't talk anyhow. Be disciplined. Be prepared. Romans chapter 12 verse 1. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God. What does he say? Renew your mind. Renew your mind. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God with your reasonable service. Verse 2. Verse two. What does verse 2 say? Verse 2 says you should do what? Be not conformed to this world but be ye renewed. Transform by the renew of your mind Shake away the old mentality of poverty. The way you used to think. Forget about your past failure. Put on a new thought pattern that will take you to where you want to go. Not poverty mentality. Shake away the old habit of thinking. Enchantment mentality. Blame game mentality. I don't have opportunity mentality. Shake it away. Be renewed of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Because nobody can help you more than the way you think. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23 verse 7. You must prepare your mindset for you to enjoy success. I've told you in the morning, I said when the Lord brought the Israelite out 
of the hand of the oppressor. The oppressor were the Egyptians because the Egyptians said, these people are growing stronger. If they join our enemy, they are going to win. Let's oppress them. So they appoint tax masters over them to afflict them and to make them builders. Watch my word though. To make them builders. There were two things they did not train them for. Number one, they didn't train the Israelites for war because they know that would be dangerous. They didn't train them for war. They did not train them for war. If you say, we are to an Israelite, it will run. They make them builders. And they do not train them for business, for breakthrough. Because they know if they have economic power, they might begin to buy land and possess the land. They give them free accommodation. And they didn't train them for war. That's what they did for them. So they kept them in slavery. But the pain was too much. So they cried to the Lord and the Lord heard them. And the Lord delivered them from the hand of the oppressor. But you know there's another oppression that is in the mind. Your mentality can put you in bondage the way you think. It will put you in bondage forever. It is not a sin that your mother is poor, your father is poor. But it's a sin if you also grow up to become poor in future. That's what we are talking about. That means poverty has entered your thought line. You may not have a sliver spoon in your mouth. But do you have sliver spoon in your mind? You may, you may not be born rich. But do you think like a rich man? So the Lord delivered them from oppressor's hand. And the Lord said, hmm, If I allow them to go by the way that is near, if they see war, they will turn back. Exodus 3 verse 17. The Lord knew that these people don't know how to fight. They are just mumulugo. They don't fight. They don't fight. If anybody harass them, oh, no, 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 no. They will turn back to Egypt because they are not brave soldiers. They are not fighters among them. I will take them through a long journey of wilderness so that they will be brave. I want to change their mind to be hard. like so that I want to subject them to some hard things. To some hard things so that they can be effective. So that the mentality of oppression can go. Look at what I'm saying. And it came to pass. When Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. Although that was short. The Lord said, I will not take them through shortcuts because they are not hard people. Even though they are suffering. Most of you think that because we have suffered in life, you are not hard. It's a lie. It's a lie. In fact, our suffering at times make us weak in the way we think. The way we think. And I can give you an example. I can give you an example. In fact, our suffering at times can make us to have weak thoughts towards life. Can give us that weak mentality. Although it was short, for God said, let's paraventure the people repent when they see war they return to Egypt they say we, are, we don't want promise again we provide to become slave than to die so God started training them through art processes there are times there will not be any water and they will complain why did you bring us here oh there is no water they will cry one time they said it is better for us to die in Egypt we are eating nice bread 
cucumber and fishes than to die in this place where there is no food. They complain of meat. They complain of water. They complain of bread. Because in Egypt, all those things were freely supplied. They were slaves indeed. But they were not used to making money, making things work for themselves. So even freedom, it was like a body to them. It was giving them a lot of responsibility. They were not prepared for the new challenge. So I'll take you through the wilderness. A journey that should take them 40 days. It allowed them to go through 40 years. It trained them hard. So that their tongue pattern towards life can change. In fact, another scripture says, it tested them. It tested them. Put them in fire. Some of you, you don't have money now. And the reason why you don't have money is because God wants to know what money looks like. That's why. He wants to know how to hold the money. Preparation. The place you are going is far, far better and more important than your past. Prepare for the future. Prepare for the future. Prepare for the future. Prepare for the future. Preparation is number one thing that guarantees greatness. Say, I will prepare. Use your time to prepare. Use your brain to prepare. Use every lesson of life to prepare. Oh, something happened to you, it will never happen again. You are preparing yourself for where you are going. I pray for you that your tomorrow, is that not what you sang? Your tomorrow will be what? Sing it for me. Your latter will be greater. Uh-huh. Amen. I pray that that will be our testimony in the name of Jesus. The part of the jaws is like a shining light that gets better and better, brighter and better, better and better. Until what? Number one key is preparation. See, I will prepare. Okay, number two thing that guarantee breakthrough is honor. I call it the seed of honor. Anywhere you are looking for prosperity, you must always give a seed of honor. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about respect. I'm talking about humility. Honor is number one thing that guarantees breakthrough in life. If you don't know how to show respect and humility, life will be hard for you. And don't think there is only rich people that are In fact, most rich people are humble. They may not be humble to all. But they are humble to three people. I'm going to tell you right now. Every rich man is humble to his teachers because he knows the power of knowledge economy. He knows that the person that is teaching him how to make it is important. So he will respect his teachers. Very important. He will respect so that he can get more. Because when you humble your teachers, they give you more. That's the truth. Every rich man is humble to his customers. <laughs> That's the matuabi. Every rich man is humble to potential helpers. Watch them. Watch them. They, if a rich man enters this place, he knows who can help him in future. As you introduce and someone say, that is Dr. Taiwo. Ah, Dr. Taiwo, I just want to greet you. I just want to greet you. You know it's rich man. You want to greet him. Because he feels that one day he may land in the hospital. And we tell them, I know Dr. Taiwo is my friend. Have you not seen how rich people do? 
They make sure that they enter gathering where they can be helped. Every poor man is poor because he refuses to show the seed of humility and honor. That's one of the things that keep people poor. And you must learn it. There is no great man that is not genuinely humble. Meet all these great servants of God, including Bishop David Oedipo. Meet him on a one-to-one basis. Forget about the grammar on the altar. You will see the humility. It's proud people that say, I've made up my mind, I'm not going to greet anybody, and I will not greet anybody. And they will not even greet somebody that will do them good. Because they don't know that seed of dishonor is number one thing that brings people low. The Bible says you have heard in the scripture that God resisted the proud and gave more grace to the humble. Nothing keeps us poor more than dishonor. Anyone that will go far in life will continuously sow seed of honor. Sow seed of honor. Look at it. First Samuel. First Samuel. I don't want to be giving you examples that you know already. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. He said, Indeed, I promise you that your seed and you will be my priest forever. But now I've changed my mind. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord said, Be it far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. I will not bless anyone that refuses to give me honor. That's what God is saying. That is why it is important. It is a requirement. It is fundamental for everyone that wants to go up to always sow the seed of honor. God and human being will never allow you to move up until you are willing to give honor to whomsoever honor is you. If you know somebody has a way of helping you, show them honor. You'll be surprised. I told, was it mommy I was telling you? I said, most ladies don't know what men want. Was it last Sunday I was telling you? I said, if I were to be a lady and I want you to marry me and I'm a single girl, I know what to do that will make you marry me. You will propose by force. <laughs> I know. Ah. I'm a wife, I say it. I say, no man can resist the seed of honor. There is no man. There is no man. Because men love people that massage their ego. That's what they love. When you give anybody honor, they want to accept you. It respect for who you are. And that is the same way it is in every organization. In every place that you are going. Anywhere you give honor, door open. Even ordinary messenger, honor him. Okay, I'm going to show you a story. I know you know the story very well. I'm going to tell you the hidden revelation behind this story. Second King chapter 4 verses 1 to 7. There was a man of God that died poor. There was a mentor that knew so much. Yet the servant died poor. Died of poverty. Why? Because the servant, the priest that feared the Lord. Refuses to go to another man to say, excuse me, sir, I'm struggling financially. What are you doing that makes you have all this thing? He borrowed money, he could not pay. And he was still saying, Praise the Lord. 
because he refuses to go for advice and help, and he died. But look at what the wife did after the death of her husband. She moved to the man of God. You know my husband, fear the Lord. You know this thing. Help me. Man of God, help me. And the man of God gave him three simple steps of honor. Number one, she had decided to honor the man of God by telling the man of God her problem. Number two, the man of God said, go and honor your neighbor. All your neighbor that you have not been greeting, go and honor them. Say, I need empty bucket. Honor yourself and ask for Jankara, ask for Igba, ask for empty vessels. You know, it takes honor for you to be going to people and say, I need your bucket. But the man of God said, go to your neighbors. And has them. So he asks. You have to show humility for you to borrow empty buckets. You take humility. You move around. He say, and don't borrow a few. In other words, let your humility be much. Make sure you honor, honor, honor them. So he collected the empty vessel. And when he has gathered everything and the empty vessels were full, he said, go and sell them. You know how our mother sell? Baba me bamira, onku me bamira, anti mi, tori mo anshi wambi, e wabamira. Mwa saya, wane nchi uli so ya ya uli taja. The man of God did not gather the oil and say, litra bakuli bo shanda yalaba. Turn to money, turn to money. Miracle money. He did not. He said, go back to the market again. To the same people. And begin to sell the oil. And you know, selling requires a lot of hard work and humility. Yes. Selling. Yes. Selling requires a lot of hard work and humility. You see somebody that is going. You beg the person. Enter a tabure, you call him onku. Abro baba mini what the man of God was saying in essence is that be humble if you are humble enough you will be raised in life if you are humble enough other people they will bend down they say oh yeah climb on my back and rise up it is humility that gives birth to breakthrough it is humility some of you, you are so high-minded that the person that will give you an idea, you don't even talk to him. You don't relate with people. And most of the ideas that you need that will lead to your next breakthrough, they are with the poor people that you are not relating. You say, business, me she, me she follow me she follow eh? It is the poor that make the rich rich. That's the truth. So you relate with the poor, with the lowly, and get the ideas and get information. They will tell you what work. We tell you what work. Humility is the number two thing that guarantee breakthrough. Look at it again. I'll be fast here because there are a lot of five verses on it. Mark chapter six, verse two to five. Jesus entered his community, and they did not honor him. Verses and he could not do mighty work in their midst. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6. He said, If I be your master, where is my honor? If I be your Lord, where is my honor? He said, A man honoreth his master, a son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? said the Lord of us. The world is always asking for the honor. You want to enter an office. 
always quote the scripture. Where is my honor? This is your honor, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. I told you, you know, I told you something that I did. And people were surprised. I was blessed. I, I en- encounter a brick wall at the ministry when I was about starting College of Earth. We had a little misunderstanding about the letter, about some things. I told you the story one of the days. And I got to my consultant, the one that is doing admission for us on Khan, and I said, forget about it. I'm having a problem there. He said, what? Forget about what? He said, look at my phone. So I checked his phone. What is this? He said, I've already spent 800000 to print your application form. I need that approval. I said, what should I do? Then I remember the seed of honor. I went to the man. I said, good morning, sir. Mwafidobalegi. Somebody say, Pastor Dobale. I say, yes. Good morning, sir. Emo Binoana. Koye Mini. He said, hey! Pastor! Oh, yeah. They just signed and gave it to me. Watch it. When I took it to the consultant, he said, Eshinkafuni. Kill Eshinkafuni. He double and he said, ah! And he passed us out. Bobruku Alori. Do you know the man now is my friend? If he's traveling to a way, he will branch. We say, Pastor is a nice man. He will always remember my prostration for life. Can't forget it. Seed of honor, guarantee breakthrough. Most of the time, when you have people resisting you, watch your art, watch your attitude. Anytime you are seeing brick wall, you must sow a seed of honor. I'm not talking about money because you know they are bastardized giving money that all of you think money is everything. There are some people that will not take money. But what they will watch is your attitude. Exodus 20, 12, tell me 5, 16. The same thing. Honor your father and your mother that it may be well with you that you may do what? Honor thy father and thy mother that it may be that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth there. Honor is important. Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16, the same thing. Chapter 5, verse 16. Look at what it says. Honor, honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God had commanded thee, that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land with the Lord thy God. Give it. I'm still warning all of you now. So that I can be well with you. Wherever you walk, anybody you need help from, sow the seed of honor to him. Sow the seed to everybody. Whether they are young or they are poor, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Sow seed of honor. And as you sow the seed of honor, the Lord will give you breakthrough in Jesus' name. Okay, let me read 8. Psalm chapter 8, verse 5. You can Open it and read it. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your gift, with your offering, and it will bless you. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. Am I too fast? Okay, Psalm chapter 8, verse 5. What is man that you are mindful of him? They have crowned him with glory and with honor. That's why we love honor. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Honor the Lord with your money. 
so that your bands will be full. Honor, honor is important. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. Put on Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 4. Proverbs 27, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 9. He that despise, watch it. There's a revelation here. He that despise and has servant is better than he that honoreth himself. Everybody look up. What does it mean to honor yourself? Talk to me. What does it mean to honor yourself? Eh? Pride. He that is despised and humble and he can feed himself is better than a man that is proud and lacketh what? I don't care what anybody says. That's the truth. Put yourself down. Honor yourself. And whatever form you may find yourself, honor yourself to get up. It takes honor for you to get up in life. You can't get up when you are full of the sin of dishonor. The Bible says, let this mind be in you that is in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 to 9. Who humble himself to obey God, even obedience to the level of the cross, and God promoted him. You can only be promoted by the one you honor. Anyone that you think is capable of blessing, you honor him. Honor, honor the person. Honor the person. Honor. There is one of my daughter here. Talk where she's not here. I can talk about her. Tokwe was in the office with us, Abby. Do you know her? You know, that's the way she does in the office. If they say, we have employed this person, stand up. This person, senior in your jello, a cabosa. Ati Kule. You know Tokwe now? Ati Kule. And that's why so many people are willing to help her. Even when it was difficult, say you must go to school. You must do this. Who are helping her? And she has so many friends. See that? That is the way she has always been. In fact, when she told me that she's turning fifty, I never imagined that. I always thought that maybe she started something because of the way she need done. She she has disrespect for people in the office. I don't know how she relates with you, but in the office, oh, where was her boss? Ah. No, you can never see any ogre complain about her. Yeah, if you if you talk well, if you talk well, see Ah, talk well, man, born. Ah, let's do. That is a character. He that has bread to eat, and people despise him, is better than a man that honoring himself and is poor. That's what the Bible says. Because poverty is a plague. May you never carry poverty in Jesus' name. Proverbs 22 verse 4. Proverbs 22 verse 4. If you are there, you can read it for me. Proverbs 22 verse 4. Proverbs 27 verse 18. And uh, Proverbs 29 verse 23. Anyone that you see, by humility. Okay, go back there. Let me read it. By humility, 24. Okay, verse 4. By humility and fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Church, are you hearing me this morning? 
you want riches. It is by humility. Oh. You gather by humility. You scatter by pride. You scatter. Don't you know I'm the father of this house? You are scattering your blessing. You are scattering your blessing. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Proverbs 27 verse 18. Proverbs 27 verse 18. Every one of us must wear the garment of honor so that the blessing can keep flowing. Whoso keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. So he that waited, honor his master shall be honored. That's what he says. Anyone that honor his master himself will be honored. Somebody's your master, you have a boss in the office. Don't be a Christian that fights all your gas. Don't be a Christian without character. Because you don't go far by fighting your gas. You can only go far by honoring them. One of my friends, the former university librarian, he said, Moss, I will tell you what one librarian told me. He said, what is it? He said, he called me to the office. I will mention his name because some of you may know him. He said, you know I love you. He said, when we first joined, you know, when we first joined Lautech, he said, if you want to sit on this seat, anyone that is here, honor him. One has seen you. I may be here. I may not be here. They may change me. But anyone on this seat, if you know you want to come on this seat, or not the person. He said, that advice that he told me on a one-to-one, I can never forget. Because I know I was eyeing that seat. He said, it must. One of the days, I traveled from here to Bumosho and I was sitting in front of our boss then, not the one that gave me the instruction. And he said, Ah, what's He said, Oh, yeah, one for many mineral, one for many five life. Then he waited for more berry. He said, So, sit down, he said, Yes, sir. Come back here. Okay. Who do you think you are? One for an Philopony. Minerals to Munitia. Enfilopony. Bank Bejari. When you represent me for an Enfilopony. I was there. I was there. Ibaza, kapo fumi immediately. Mule fem one thousand be. Bongba toti fumi yeh. Olinio, get out. And you know what? He became the next librarian after the man. Yes, spent seven years. He said they taught me. And one of the days, this Maogad that promoted him came to my office in Oshogbo. He said, I did you know the reason why I love that guy? Ah, Ufena Mio, who sent me the chef, Mokpari Chefoni, come and promote him, Mokpari Chefon. Oh, and Timuli Chefon, Danny, Ophiu. I want to tell you, Mokpari Chef said, So, Mokpari, any. But the man was operating under one instruction that he himself does not know. Why, I'm the one that knows the two of them. I know the secret. 
You want promotion. You must honor your boss. It is by blicker. It is important for breakthrough. It is important you give honor to whosoever honor is due. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Proverbs 29. We'll move to the next one. Proverbs 29 verse what? Proverbs 29 verse 23. Can we read it? Then we'll go to the next one. A man's pride. Ah. Kilele. A man's pride will do what? Church member, all of you read it. A man's pride will do what? A man's pride will do him what? He can't go high. That's what the Bible says. A man's pride will bring him low, but honor shall uphold the humble in spirit. Always remember to sow the seed of honor to whosoever honor is due. Your boss, your customer, even if you are very proud, anyone that is buying anything from you, you must give them honor. You must give them. Don't say that. That one customer can bring another millions. Respect everyone that you know you have to deal with. That's on your pathway to destiny. Everyone, including your husband. You say I've not mentioned husband, including your husband. You can use honor to collect money. Give honor to whomsoever honor is due. Never use so the sin of dishonor to any man that is capable of blessing you. The man may not forget. We just withhold his blessing from you. As long as you need any man, give him the gift of honor and life will be easy for you. The Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard. He that follows the word of the Lord, happy is he. When you follow what God asks you to do, you know at times also to listen to message and obey it is a sign of honor. Yeah, you are giving honor. Some people will hear and say, and so what? You can only obey somebody that you honor. You can only obey somebody that you honor. So will come to me and say, hey, Pastor, uh, this thing happened, that thing happened. Give me advice. I said, okay, you should do this. You should do this. Ah, if you get me guilty, if I come to you, that's what we say. If another person comes to me, that's what I will tell you. But Emil, I can never do it. Between battles, I pay for dialogue. I am a man of principle. I said, you're a man of poverty. <laughs> you are going nowhere. You are going nowhere. You are going nowhere. And most of the pastors don't even teach this. They don't know some people are having problems because they are proud. They don't teach it. They just think the enemy of my father's house. There is no enemy in your father's house. There is an enemy in your heart. The worst enemy is yourself. Some years back, you must learn how to repent. Even when you know that somebody is feeling you are creating a seed of dishonor to him, learn to repent and honor yourself and humble yourself. The prodigal boy returned to the father. He said, I'll go back to my father. I will beg him. I will say to him, I have sinned against you and against everyone. Even if you don't want to take me back as his son, take me back as what? Eh? A slave. He said, Even servants in my father's house. 
They have what? I can't hear you. What do they have? Bread to eat and to give. How can I be eating pig's meat here? I will go back. You know some people say, ah, me little bear. Oh, my, 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 yeah. I can't go there and we die in poverty. He that is humble in spirit shall be blessed. May you be blessed in Jesus' name. Let me go to the next one for breakthrough. You know, this is a special month for all of us and all of us must enjoy breakthrough. Number one is what? Preparation. Prepare for your breakthrough. Prepare for your breakthrough. God will show you what you have to prepare for. Prepare for breakthrough. If you are going to have breakthrough tomorrow, you must prepare for it. Number two, sow the seed of honor to everyone that matters around you. Every customer, every boss, every teacher, your pastor, your husband, everybody that is worthy of honor, give them honor and your life will be blessed. And number three is proper management of resources. Proper management of resources guarantee breakthrough. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 Proverbs chapter 14 verse 4. I just want to read three scriptures here and we're going to pray. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. And God blessed them and God said unto them be fruitful multiply replenish the heart subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the heart. Can somebody say amen? amen? There is no prophetic blessing that can be bigger than this. And it's in process. It's adequate management of resources, or proper management that move you from one level to another level. Number one is to be fruitful. God allow you to be fruitful. If you're a good manager, you multiply your fruitfulness. You multiply. Every blessing we start with fruitfulness. That's what we saw in the life of uh, Isaac. In Genesis 26, put it there. Verse 13. The man sowed in the land and he was fruitful. Look at what and the man was great Verse 12, first, verse 12, first, put on verse 12. Isaac saw in that land, received in the same year an hundredfold, and God blessed him. God made him fruitful. I pray this year you'll be fruitful. Verse 13, look at multiplication. And the man was great and went forward and grew until he became what? That's multiplication. Dominion is the third stage. Dominion is the third stage. You dominate. What happened in verse 14? And the Philistine envy him. It is people that are dominating that people envy. It's when you dominate. You are past the level of fruitfulness. You are past the level of multiplication. You are now having dominion. That's the plan of God for for. for for man, for he had possession of flock, possession of ass, and grace to servant, and the Philistine envy him. Because in a strange land, it was now a force to be reckoned with. He was actually dominating his world. That was the blessing that God gave Adam and Eve in the garden. Be fruitful. 
multiply and dominate your world. Have dominion over everything around you. That's what God wants. Dominate fish. Dominate bed. Rule as a king. But if you are not fruitful, you can multiply your success. If you do not multiply your success, you cannot have dominion. You cannot have dominion. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. Let's look at Genesis chapter 2. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And I want to say to work it. Look at it. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden. God wanted the man to work in the garden and to take care of it. This is the only translation. So work is not a cause. For you to be fruitful, you have to be a hard worker. God did not tell the man, be a carpenter. God said what? Work. W-O-R-K. God did not say, be a teacher. God said, work. God did not say, you're a cleaner. God said, by home is what? Work it. Work your garden and duplicate it. Make a garden everywhere. Work. That's what God did. So work came before the Lord. So work is not a cause. To be fruitful, to be a manager of your resources, you have to work. You work. Proper management means working. Not lazing around. People that work. Number one principle of management is work. No portfolio or briefcase. Not I am busy doing nothing. Not I am busy. And don't hide under the excuse that you are free. That's why you are not working. By all means, make sure you are not wasting time. You are investing your time in work. Because by all means, in every work, there is profit. Is that you are gaining experience or you are gaining influence or you are gaining money? You are creating impact. You must work. Proper management of resources will guarantee breakthrough in life. And you can also work with machine and tools. You look for machines. That's how to work and maximize time. And there are some machines that are very, very effective in time management. Number one, washing machine. Washing machine is good. Very sweet. And there is one, you could just put the dress, your program, you go and sleep. You get back, bring out, spin dress already. Everything well done, you just put it there. Never you work with your hand what machine can do. Machine will help you manage your time very well. It's not a waste of time that you have a washing machine. It's not a waste of time. It's not a waste of time. Proper management of your God-given resources will give you breakthrough in life. It will guarantee breakthrough in life. It is true that I have energy. It is true that I have money. But am I managing my resources very well? Am I managing what God has given me very well? Proper management of your resources including your time, we guarantee breakthrough. You are going to have plenty of time. I've told you, in those days, we'll finish 
using our clothes. At the end of the week, my wife will be calling me. Oh, yeah, sit down, Pastor. Let's wash. Today's washing day. I say, I'll be dodging. I'm preaching. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I will hire people. I will hire people. But I discovered that human beings also have their own fault. They can um, disappoint. They can gossip. They can decide to be disloyal. They can say, me, Waleni. There's nothing you are going to do. But thank God for people that invented machines. Nobody become a slave. Just put it in something. Put the clothes there. The clothes come out. You can't hire on it. Give it to Bradley Boy. You have reduced his work by 50%. We hire on the dress for you. Never you work with your aunt what machine can do. And there are so many machines that can do so much for us. And I pray God will provide for you in Jesus' name. Make sure you manage your life and your resources very well. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 4. That's where I'm going. I know you know I love this scripture. I saw it years ago. It has helped me. We are no oxen are. What happened? The creep is clean. When a farmer has no oxen to plow his feet, when he does not have mercy, he does not have to feed them. But he needs strong oxen to grow plenty of crops. Some people say, Hold on, shame you, Nimoto. My friend, what are Nimoto not do Make up your mind that every machine that will make your life comfortable, God will give it to you. Amen. Don't have a poverty mindset. Have a poverty mindset. Where no oxen are, the farmer does not need to worry about feeding, but much increase comes by the strength of the us. And what we have now is iron us. Purchase proper tools that will lead to breakthrough. There are some tools in your business that lead to breakthrough. There are some necessary tools you should have that will guarantee breakthrough. <laughs> some tools will hit the job and will make your life comfortable. There are some things that are not lost zero. They are just ah, in each chair. I told my wife on on the day we came for your mother's birthday ceremony, we are coming. And my wife said, "Ah, a dure, a dure. We are packed, packed. I'm ready." I said, "Look online. I said, 'I can't believe you killed her.'" Thank God for brother. I said, "Laura, tell you, to bank we are confirming we are doing it. This is pastoral fake. Brother, me help us to put it there." I said, "Okay, lie. Ugbasu, ugbarais. Ah, if you are doing businesses." And you don't have tools to do it. You'll be limited. Look at the next tool that you need. That will make your business move forward. One tool. I was in a mechanic workshop one time. I, I, I took my car years ago. Not recently. Took my car to this person. Moved to another person. I moved to another man. He said. Just mention it. One minute we are about to fix a little. He said 500. I said, For removing the, the boat, he said, Yes. I said, Why? He said, In his cell, in his settimolo, yeah, more my lord, I'm beating by any boats about to gallop on to 
pay him. I pay him every other day. Ha, 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 ha. Ah, can you eat a gun? Like before that, you know, the man just put the right tool there, open it, and it open. Because of that tool, he said, and he starts charging. When you have tools, proper tools, your life will move forward. Look at what you need for your business and pray to God to have it. Pray to God. And he will give you proper tools in the name of Jesus. There are three stages in life. And I'm going to tell you now, as we round up. Number one, there's a stage you have to work for your money. You work for money. It is not a cause for you to work for money. There's a stage you work with money. You have saving. You are working with your money. And there's a stage where money works for you. I pray money will work for you. Rise up on your feet. Rise up on your feet. We are talking about the breakthrough this Sunday. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive grace to be living ready. Adequately prepare for success. I will not be frustrated in life. I receive grace to be prepared for my success, for my next promotion. Lord, I receive grace to be living ready. I will not be unprepared in the name of Jesus. Jesus said, you know no time when the Son of Man shall come. Watch and pray for the Son of Man is coming very soon. I receive grace to be prepared. Anointing for adequate preparation. Lord, let it follow me. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I know I'm going somewhere. Anointing for preparation that will lead me to where I'm going. Lord, give it to me. Lord, every teachings, every books, every connection that I need to have that will take me far in life. Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. I will not be unprepared for my next success. I will not be unprepared for my next victory. Go ahead, make sure you are praying. Lord, anoint me for preparation. I receive grace for adequate preparation for my next promotion. Lord, give it to me in the mighty name of Jesus. Is there something that you are waiting for? Lord, I receive grace for preparation for my next promotion in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be embarrassed I receive grace for adequate preparation for my next visitation in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, I receive grace to be prepared for my blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be caught unawares. I will not be caught unprepared. I receive grace for adequate preparation for my next glory. Open your mouth and begin to pray. The hand does not have an overseer. Neither does it have supervisor. Yet the hand prepare his food. Lord, I receive grace for adequate preparation. Lord, help me to be living ready for my next blessing. I want to be living ready for my next blessing in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayer. Your right hand to heaven. Say, Father, every sin of dishonor remove it from me. It's not my culture. I receive grace to give honor as a seed to whosoever honor is still in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Remove proud look from me. Remove all he has from me. I receive grace to make myself of no reputation. To be a man that is simple and a man that gives honor at all time. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and begin to pray and say, Lord, I receive a heart of humility by the grace of God to enjoy all the blessing that you have destined me to enjoy. Lord, give it to me, Lord. The grace for humility, Lord, give it to me. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace to honor everyone that I should honor. In the name of Jesus, help me, Lord, to give a, a, the seed of honor. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Okay, we are about to pray the top prayer, and I want you to pray sincerely. Maybe there is a machine you need to get. I don't want to mention it. Maybe there is a machine that you need to get that will help your life move forward. I don't know. For some people, it could be certificate. For some people, it could be a particular mansion. I don't want to mention it. That you need. That will make your life better. You have been struggling. We are going to pray. Every proper machine or tools. That will make my job easier. And better. Lord I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and receive every proper machine. That you need to receive. A machine. I don't know what it is. But I'm just asking that you should pray for it. What is the machine? Maybe it's a car. A car is not a luxury in this part of the world. What is the machine that you need that will boost you? That will push you forward? Every machine, every facility. Maybe it's a building. Maybe it's a store. I don't know. What is that thing that you need that will boost your life? You need a machine that will push you forward. Maybe it's even a computer. I don't care. What is it that you need that will help your life move forward? Maybe it's a camera. Maybe it's a machine, a particular machine that will make your life easier. Lord, every machine that I need that will make my life comfortable and make me get better. Lord, give it to me in the mighty name of Jesus. We are supposed to use machine. I don't want to use manual labor. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now open your eyes. We are going to do one thing now. Open your eyes. Raise your hands like a priest to the Lord. Say, Father, let nothing die in my hand. Let my hand be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Pray sincerely to the Lord concerning what you are doing. Lord, let this hand be fruitful in the mighty name of Jesus. Let no seed die in my hand. Lord, please, let no seed die in my hand. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. Feed the anointing of the Holy Ghost here. Lord, I want this hand to be fruitful. You have commanded me to be fruitful. You say, I shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves shall not wither, who brought forth its fruit in season. Let nothing die in this hand, Lord. Let my hand be fruitful. In the name of Jesus. Let it be fruitful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, multiply my sources for me. Let the sources that I have, let it be multiplied. Let it be duplicated. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
not one single success. I want to have success every area of my life. My family life, my business life, my mysterious life. Every area of my Lord, multiply my success. Multiply me. He said, multiply. Multiply in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. And the third stage is the stage of dominion. Dominion does not mean that you are harassing people. Dominion means you have everything under control and you are living an enviable life. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You have your life the way you want it. And it's sweet. It's sweet to have dominion. Have your time. Have your control. Have your money. Have dominion. Have peace. Spiritually, you are dominating. No witch is harassing you. Financially, you are dominating. You have what you want. Headwise, you are dominating. That's a stage of dominion. You see, the Lord blessed them and said, Be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion. Live an enviable life. Let people see you and say, Is this human being? That's where God wants to get to. He has done it for so many people, He will do it for you. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, give me grace to dominate in the mighty name of Jesus. I will never be a slave. I receive grace for dominion, spiritual domination, financial domination, academic domination. I receive grace to live an enviable life. Nobody be qualified to pity me. I live my life the way I want it. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I receive grace to live a life of abundance and enviable life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I get to a stage where no one will be able to pity me. In the name of Jesus, I have dominion. I have dominion over the best of the air, over the fish in the sea. Lord, I receive grace for domination. In the mighty name of Jesus. Grace to live an enviable life. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayer. If you are working for money. I pray for you today. Money will work for you. In your little work you will have saving. Your saving will work for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I receive financial freedom. Where money will work for me. And I will have peace. In the name of... Pray and pray for yourself. That is the ultimate goal. You work for money. You work with money. And money work for you. In the name of Jesus. I receive grace. The money will work for me. As I work with money. Money will also work for me. I will not be a slave to money. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Everybody open your eyes. Whosoever represents an oppressor in your life. The Lord will deliver you from them. More importantly. Every spirit of oppression. Mental slavery. The Lord will deliver you from them in the name of Jesus. 
every negative thinking, may the Lord uproot it in Jesus' name. Every pessimistic thinking, may the Lord remove from you in the name of Jesus. Every negative perspectives because of past failures, may the Lord remove it from your brain in Jesus' name. Every tree that my father has not planted, that has been planted by culture, by past mistake, I command them to be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, every negative seed that the enemy have planted against my prosperity, I flush them out. I uproot them. I refuse to be poor in the name of Jesus. Every negative thought against prosperity, every negative thought that want to hold me in bondage, I uproot them. Go ahead, uproot them now. Uproot them. I uproot them totally. I refuse to be poor in my mind. I refuse to be poor in my mind. In the mighty name of Jesus, I shall be blessed above all. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. I showed you a story sometimes ago. Please sit down. You pray one more prayer and you, and you now go. Sit down. I showed you a story sometimes ago. How baby elephant was tied to a small tree. Not a very big tree. A small tree. And when the baby with chain, when baby elephant tried to move, the chain will hurt his feet. It will go back. When that baby elephant wants to move, the chain will cut part of his skin and it will move back. So they did that for the baby elephant until he was now very old. And they now removed the chain. Do you know the elephant did not go? Because he believes that the chain is still there. Even though the chain has been removed. There are so many people that have tried so many things that became difficult. It was not working. Even when the Lord has delivered you, you still believe the bondage is still there. Woman, you are loose. Your bondage has been removed. Your affliction is gone. May you not tie yourself to your past failure in Jesus' name. Not tie yourself down. People have known you with a particular mistake, with a particular failure, and you have accepted that picture that you can never do well. Whether the enemy like it or not, you are going to succeed. And you are going to do well. In the name of Jesus Christ. Raise your hands to heaven again. Every negative comment that have been planted in my heart, either by my teacher or by my enemy, Lord, I approve them totally in the name of Jesus. I am who God says I am. I can do whatever God says I can do. In the name of Jesus, I am not a loser. I am victorious. I am going higher. My past mistake will not limit me. I will not be defined by my background. I don't care what people feel. I don't care what they say. But I will be great in life. I refuse to be limited. In the mighty name of Jesus. You may look down on me, but I'm going far. I'm going far. Higher and higher in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. Father, let it be according to your word. Give your people breakthrough. 
give them wisdom for preparation. Don't let them be caught unaware. Give them grace to be living ready. Lord, help them to sow the seed of honor. Every honor that we open door for them, help them to sow it. In the name of Jesus. And Father, is there anyone here that need any tool to move forward? Lord, provide for them in Jesus' name. And let your name be glorified. Please close your eyes, everybody. I want to pray for a few people here. Maybe three people. They need something. Just close your eyes. Wherever you are, close your eyes. If you are here today and you feel that you need Jesus, you know, God is speaking to your heart that you need to surrender your life to him in a special way. Maybe that is the thing you need to do. Raise your hand up. Let me pray for you. Maybe something is telling you that this is the best time. Put that hand on your head. Say, Jesus, I'm confessing that I need you. I will live for you all the days of my life. Write my name in the book of life. And I dedicate my life for you. Help me, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. As we have prayed that prayer, the Lord will bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Open your eyes and shout hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What a powerful month of breakthrough. Let's clap our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah.